You know how Corrine Jean-Pierre keeps telling us that Joe Biden takes classified documents very seriously and that they've been very transparent and they're cooperating. And we've heard throughout the two disastrous years of Joe Biden about how they respond to the American people and how they're transparent. Well, today, Joe Biden had his first interview in months, and he had it with PBS special correspondent Judy Woodruff, a one-on-one -on -one interview. And he said some ridiculous things, which we'll get to in a second, but I just want to show you this clip about who's in charge and how transparent Joe Biden is. You said just possessing classified documents is you said totally irresponsible. So what was totally irresponsible about the fact that you had some? What they've informed me not to speak to this issue to any way try to prejudice the investigation that's going on. Mr. Transparent, they are listening to his lawyers or his handlers and or his handlers and probably his wet nurse, Jill, telling him not to say anything. That's right. They've informed me not to speak to this issue. That's what I love. Transparency, right? Transparency. And that that's a great question. He said of President Trump that it was totally irresponsible to have those things. But when it's applied to him, oh, uh, I can't speak to this issue. Now, let's go to the aforementioned Corrine Jean-Pierre, press secretary for Biden. She had a press gaggle with the press aboard Air Force One today as he traveled to Dane County, Wisconsin. And as I reported here on this show, when the story first broke, that the Bidens, Jill and Joe, took out a quarter million dollar line of credit on their Rehoboth Beach House last year. Why is that? I mean, people want to know why Joe Biden is making these financial moves. Here's the audio of that conversation or that question to Corinne Jean-Pierre. And if you've been on this channel and on this show, you can pretty much guess word for word what she's going to say or what the general gist of her answer is. A random one, but um, the president took out about a $250,000 line of credit on his house in Rehoboth late last year. Can you say what that was for or whether it was you? Was I would, yeah, I saw reports on that. I would just refer you to the White House Counsel's Office. That's right. The famous, oh, I'm going to have to refer you out for the answer to that. The old pass the buck that Corrine Jean-Pierre is still working to perfect. Makes me almost miss the days of Jen Psaki of circling back. At least you would pretend that she would answer the question eventually. Welcome to Open Source News. I am your host, Black Conservative Patriot, or you can call me James. Don't forget that we're bringing you real news every day, generally twice a day. Please like this video, share it on social media, and put your comments down below. And if you've missed one of our recent videos, go back and watch it. I'd ask you to hit the subscribe button, but that's kind of silly since these videos are only shown to our subscribers anyway, and only 2% of you aren't already subscribed. But if you're those 2%, we'd appreciate you hitting the subscribe button. All right, let's talk about uh, transparency. We've got a leak from Kyle Serafin, a uh, former FBI agent, 
And turns out that the FBI has even a new definition of a new domestic terror threat. Okay, everyone step aside for just a moment. I am now going to address myself to my beloved Catholic brothers and sisters. Big hug to all of y'all. Appreciate you. If you want mass to go back to being in Latin, yeah, you grandma back there who may have come from another country or parents came from another country and you're used to Latin mass, you just might be on the FBI's watch list. And I wish, oh, I wish that I was kidding. Let me report this to you. The FBI's Richmond division would like to protect Virginians from the threat of white supremacy, which it believes has found a home within Catholics who prefer the Latin mass. You think I'm making this up? Here's the leaked document. An intelligent analyst with the Richmond field office of the FBI released a new Finnish intelligence product dated last month on racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists and their interest in radical traditionalist Catholics or RTCs. RTC, this is a new thing for me. Radically, radical traditionalist Catholics. The, the document assesses with high confidence the FBI can mitigate the threat of these RTCs by recruiting sources within the Catholic Church. Hmm, this sounds like the prelude to a new, oh, I don't know, flag of false origin or the prelude to a new setup of people within the Catholic Church. My Catholic brothers and sisters, whom I love so much, please pay attention. If you weren't aware, you are now the latest target of the demonic left and their wish, their dream, their plot, their plan to categorize anyone of faith eventually as a threat to their secular satanic ways. The acronym new to many in the domestic terrorism, counterterrorism field, by the way, so don't feel, well, I never heard of that. Well, it looks like it's a new acronym to many in the domestic counterterrorism field. And this is coming from Kyle, who is a former FBI person. Comes with a footnote by the writer explaining RTCs are typically characterized by the rejection of the Second Vatican Council. And then the writer of this, the analyst of this leaked memo, makes an unsubstantiated leap that a preference for the Catholic Mass in Latin instead of the vernacular and a number of more traditional views on other world religions can amount to an adherence to anti-Semitic, anti-immigrant, anti-LG alphabet Q, and white supremacist ideology. Then the writer draws the important distinction between traditional Catholics who simply prefer the traditional Latin Mass and pre-Vatican II teachings and RTCs who espouse more extremist ideological beliefs and violent rhetoric. Wow. Now, by the way, these letters, these memos, these uh, analysis are supposed to pass a rigorous, a rigorous overview by attorneys within the FBI and they're supposed to be sourced. Well, it looks like this is not a very well, if at all, sourced memo and it has been approved for release by the FBI Richmond Chief Counsel, who was the office's top lawyer. 
Man, are they trying to come after all of us. Well, one of the other ways is they can make it tough for you to eat. And that's what's been reported here. The majority of Americans, adults, say that they are spending more groceries compared to a year ago and most also expect to pay more than they already do. That's from the latest Rasmussen poll that found around 80% of American uh, adult car, uh, respondents say they are currently paying more for gro- groceries than they were a year ago. And that is compared to not only 9% that say they are not paying more and the 6% who are unsure. Now, I had the occasion to do something I don't often do, but I made a Walmart run. So I went into town, because I kind of live outside of town, and went into town and went to Walmart. And the few prices of the few things that I did uh, buy, I could tell were probably about 10 or 12% more than the last time I bought them. I bought uh, something that was $33 which I'm sure my math is off a little bit right now, but I want to say it was $26 or $27 last time I bought it. The current poll also found that a majority believe they are going to spend a higher amount of groceries a year from now. So no one's buying the Joe Biden sitting up there yesterday in the State of the Union address talking about how great the economy is under him and how bad things were before. Now, we've got a, uh, a a pretty feisty politician in Senator Rick Scott. Senator Rick Scott's got one hell of a resume, uh, taking $250,000 worth of money and turning it into, what was it, Columbia, one of the uh, largest hospital conglomerates and healthcare companies in America, was the former governor of the great state of Florida and now is a Republican senator for the state of Florida, the other being, of course, Marco Rubio. Now, he's up for re-election in 2024, and he's running an ad in Florida. Why would he do that? Well, Joe Biden's about to visit, and he's calling very strongly for the resignation of Joe Biden. Here's what the ad says. Joe Biden just cut $280 billion from Medicare, and we know about his 80,000 new IRS agents. But what you don't know is that Joe Biden also cheated on his taxes and got away with it. Biden improperly used a loophole to dodge half a million dollars in taxes that should have gone to Medicare. And now that Biden has ripped off Medicare for a half a million dollars, he wants to close the loophole and raise your taxes. I'm Rick Scott. Biden should resign. I approve this message. Now, not the most exciting 30-second spot. The reason why I showed you this is because it actually segues into a few news items I want to talk about and also to highlight that we don't have enough senators, congressmen or women, governors or politicians, elected officials calling for the impeachment and or the resignation of Joe Biden. Now, obviously, he's not going to resign, but this is the kind of language that should be normal because he has not upheld his constitutional duty to uphold the Constitution. And he's lying and he's corrupt. There's so many reasons. But oh, he looks like a nice grandpa, some people say. So they voted for him. So in this ad, Senator Rick Scott points out something very important. That Biden and his Medicare lies are lies because he himself didn't want to pay into Medicare. 
But then he talks about the 80,000 new IRS agents that we are told were to go after rich people. Oh yeah, really? Well, here's what we're finding out. The IRS wants to go after people in the gig economy making $600 and they want these IRS agents to go after the poor. Why? Because it can squeeze them and get wins. Rich people have lawyers and they bury you in paperwork when they try to get buried in paperwork by the IRS and they pull things, they, they string things along. Hey, it's easier for them to pay $100,000 in legal fees than the millions of dollars that they're supposed to pay or that the IRS wants them to pay. They drag it out, then they settle. But the regular everyday man or woman who is impoverished and barely getting by with these high inflation, well, they're just going to pay. And the IRS agents want wins. They want wins. That's how they advance their career. It's a very perverse system. Now, the other thing that I want to mention uh, having to do with that are the lies that Joe Biden continues to talk about when it comes to the working folks. In the State of the Union address, he made some ridiculous statements about not being a fast food cashiers not being able to get a job across the street. This is an old debunked lie that he said on the campaign trail. And it has to do with some franchisees in the McDonald's system were supposed to not poach employees of other McDonald's franchisees. And he makes it sound like people can't, they have to sign these non-disclosure agreements. This is what Biden said. He said, 30 million workers had to sign non-compete agreements when they took a job. So a cashier at a burger place can't cross the street to take the same job at another burger place to make a a couple bucks more. He said that same uh, thing uh, similarly back in 2020 on the campaign trail and even PolitiFact, very left-leaning, gave it a false. But that's okay. No one ever calls Joe Biden on his past lies, so he keeps repeating the same ones over and over. Well, here's an interesting thing he said that even made Kevin McCarthy and lots of people laugh. And that's the the truth that we still need oil. Yeah, we're not all going to go electric like they're trying to plan in the next two, five years or what have you. And it just looks ridiculous. Saying we need to go to green economy, but at the same time complaining that there's not enough oil production from the private oil companies in America. Notice Big Oil just reported its profits, record profits. Last year they made $200 billion in the midst of a global energy crisis. I think it's outrageous. Why? They invested too little of that profit to increase domestic production. And when I talk to a couple of them, they say, we're afraid you're going to shut down all the oil wells and all the uh, oil refineries anyway, so why should we invest in them? I said, we're going to need oil for at least another decade. And that's going to exceed. (laughs) And beyond that, we're going to need it. Production. Bumbling Biden not even recognizing the ridiculousness of his statement as he was trying to end fossil fuel production, stopping the uh, Keystone XL pipeline and being a villain to domestic oil production is telling them they need to invest in the refineries 
and that we need gas and oil for the next 10 years. Well, we need it for more than that. But that sure wasn't the tune that he was pushing with the Green New Deal masquerading as an infrastructure bill. Absolutely ridiculous. Now, another ridiculous thing. Uh, let, now, let's have some fun that was taking place during, actually, before uh, the State of the Union address last night uh, that uh, we're finding out about is this interesting and super cringy smooch of Jill Biden with Mr. Emhoff, the uh, the husband, the the second uh, the second husband. I mean, the first lady is obviously the wife of the president, and the second lady is the wife of, of the vice president. It's a male, so it's the first man, I guess. I, I forget. Uh, Kamala Harris's husband. Very cringy, weird kiss on the mouth uh, between uh, Jill Biden and Mr. Kamala Harris. <laughs> now look, I'm Latino, okay? We're a very kissy, huggy bunch. I kiss all the females that are in our sphere, but it's on the cheek, on the side, not full on on the lips. And it doesn't like it was one of those misses like, oh, I meant to kiss you here. No, it looks like uh, you be the judge. But that's what they meant to do. But we know that these people are sick and they're freaky. But let's get into uh, what I find to be even more interesting. And that is this exchange that took place, supposedly, allegedly, between Mitt Romney berating George Santos on the House floor before the State of the Union. Senator Mitt Romney of my home state, lamentably, of Utah, wasn't in the state of Utah when they voted for Mitt Romney. Now, of course, Mitt Romney was teed up. He's a carpetbagger. He was teed up by Orrin Hatch, the previous senator, and President Trump also at the behest of Orrin Hatch, who was a great supporter of President Trump. He uh, he put in, uh, I don't know if he campaigned for Mitt Romney, but you know, he, he did uh, endorse him, much to the chagrin of Utahns. But he, uh, Mitt Romney has set himself up as the gatekeeper of who should or shouldn't be a Republican. Let's not forget that he did vote both times to convict President Trump. And he refused to support fellow Republican uh, Senator Mike Lee in his reelection bid last year. And now he has his sights set on George Santos. So CNN is reporting that Utah Republican Senator Mitt Romney, who spoke to freshman Congress George Santos as he entered the House chamber uh, before the State of the Union, he told the embattled GOP, you don't belong here. And that's per another member of Congress who witnessed the exchange. Semaphore's Katia Goba reported Santos' side of the incident. Representative George Santos described to me his exchange with Senator Mitt Romney during the State of the Union tonight. Mitt, you don't belong here. Santos Go tell that to the 142,000 that voted for me. Mitt, you're an ass. Santos, you're a much bigger a-hole. Sounds sophomoric. But it, Romney was not afraid to share his opinions on this. He spoke to reporters after the disastrous State of the Union, telling reporters... You just said you don't belong here. Yeah. Why, why, did, why did you, why you say, say that? that? I didn't expect that he'd be standing there trying to shake hands with every senator <laughs> in the President of the United States. That's, uh, given, given the fact that he's under ethics investigation, he should be sitting in the back row and staying quiet instead of uh, parading in front of the uh, President and, uh, and, and 
people coming into the room. Did he look, respond look, to look, you? Look, look, he, respond? He, sa he says he, uh, you know, that he embellished his record. Look, embellishing is saying you got an A when you got an A minus. Lying is saying you you graduated from a college you didn't even attend. And, and he shouldn't be in Congress. And uh, they're going to go through the process and hopefully get him out. And uh, but he shouldn't be there. And, and uh, if he had any shame at all, he wouldn't be there. Why did you, you make him? a point to say that, though? I mean, you went. I mean, it was kind of out of your way to. Well, to he was say standing that. right there in the aisle, shaking hands with everybody. Did he respond to you? Uh, he, he may have. I didn't hear Are anything he said. Are you disappointed that Kevin McCarthy is not calling him to resign? Yes. Now look, I am no defender of Santos, but damn it, if there's one Republican who should not be talking about being an embarrassment, it's, oh, I hate President Trump and I'm going to vote for his impeachment on unconstitutional grounds, not just once, but twice. Oh yeah, and he also stood up and applauded along with the Democrats when Joe Biden lied about his accomplishments. But that should come as no surprise, as we all know, that Mitt Romney is really a Democrat in drag. And then here we go, folks. This is what I want to report to you about and that I, re I alluded to earlier, but let me give you the facts about the IRS. Data from the IRS shows that the agency mainly targeted low-income people and very few millionaires and billionaires. On Monday, the IRS announced new regulations for a voluntary tip reporting scheme between the government and employers in a variety of service industries such as entertainment, hospitality, housekeeping, and others. This guidance contains a notice for proposed revenue procedure establishing the Servicey Industry Tip Compliance Agreement. SITCA is a voluntary tip reporting program between the IRS and employers in the service industry, but interestingly enough, excluding the gaming industry because they've got high-paid lobbyists. That is designed to enhance tax compliance through the use of agreements instead of traditional audit techniques. In other words, the employers are going to report the tips that their employees are making, and if the employees don't tip, then those 87,000 new IRS agents will go after them. So tell me once again, Joe Biden, that big old lie that the IRS agents are all hired to go after the rich to make sure they pay their fair share of taxes. Okay, folks, we'll be back with more reporting. Once again, like, share, subscribe, and check out BCP Unfiltered, my other show that's not on this platform, as well as our sister YouTube channel where my daughter, BCP Juniorette, does a reporting. The BCP report, links to everything are down below. If you're watching this on Spotify, we appreciate you watching us on Spotify. Spread the word. Ciao, goodbye, God bless.